In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. So, it was a rough night last night. It was a disappointment on Sunday all round. We've gone through the scenarios of how we take the Browns to the playoffs and pretty much everything went wrong. Um, and the cherry on the top was that Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, rather than risking the Browns and Baker Mayfield getting to the playoffs, thought they would throw the game against the Steelers. They just gave up. And uh, it was disappointing to see, but it, it shows the ultimate sign of respect. They didn't want the dangerous Baker Mayfield in the playoffs, so they threw a game against the Steelers just so they wouldn't have to face us down the line. At least that's the way we're going to take it on this podcast. So it's obvious Bill Belichick, he wanted to trade up for Baker Mayfield in the draft, and he couldn't do it because we took him number one. Tom Brady's worried about him. Next year, we will beat them in the AFC playoffs. That's a bold prediction this early, and they're right to be worried because Baker's on fire, the Browns are on fire, and we're on a roll. But all hope is not dead. There is a very, very, very small chance of making the playoffs. Unfortunately, the odds are probably better that you're going to go win the lottery. So if you believe there is a chance... Go and put your, whether it's a pound, two pound, your, your dollar, or wherever you are in the world, go bet on the lottery because you've probably got better odds of the lottery. But here's how it plays out for the Browns to sneak, and it would be a sneak, into that playoff spot. So we've got to win both our last games. And that's sort of the target for us as Browns fans. Win them last two games and get over the line. Ravens have got to lose both their games. It's the Chargers. And it's us, so easy enough. The Colts and the Titans both have to lose in week 16 and then draw to each other in week 17. So that is the really, really, really difficult one. You don't get many draws in the season. And to do it in week 17, probably not going to happen, guys. But that is the that is the key. And then Miami have got to um, either go one and one or lose both of their games out. But, hey... That's easily plausible. Unless they're playing the Patriots every week at home, they don't do much. So that would leave us with three teams. Yes, three teams tied 8-7-1. and one, And that would be the Browns, the Colts, and the Titans. So what would happen there is the first tiebreaker would be teams within a division. You can only get one team in a division to the end. So that's Colts and Titans, both in the same division. So the Colts would have a better record against the Titans in head-to-head with one win and one draw. So it's us versus the Colts through to the next round of the tiebreaker. The next round of the tiebreaker is the Colts versus the Browns. And we've both got the same record in the division. So that's the next tiebreaker tied. So on to the third tiebreaker, which is common opponents. And the teams that have played both the Colts and the Browns this season, there's four. 
you've got Cincinnati, Texans, Jets, Oakland. We've obviously played Cincinnati twice. The Colts have played the Texans twice, but that doesn't matter. All five games are included, and then whoever has the better winning record goes through. So the Colts, they've won two. They've lost three of them five games. The Browns, we've won three and lost two. So if the amazing happens and there's that draw in week 17 and everything else plays out, we would sneak through into the sixth wildcard spot. It's not something I'm backing on, guys, but there is that small, small slither of hope that the miracle could happen. I think you've got better focusing on Christmas, obviously, because it's more likely to be rewarding for you than this playoff run. But we told you all along, guys, if there's a chance of making the playoffs, we will tell you how we make the playoffs. So what we've just got to focus on as Browns is let's win them last two games. Let's get it over the line. Let's have a winning record this year and let's take ourselves forward. Just in terms of the draft, because obviously as we keep winning, it impacts our draft position. But quite frankly, I'm not that bothered about um, where we finish in the draft. It only matters if you're after that quarterback. If you're after that quarterback, I'd have been cheering for us to finish with the worst record in the NFL and get that first pick. But if you're not after a quarterback, just get some wins under your belt and keep progressing. So we're at 6-7-1. and one. That puts us at 15th at the moment in the uh, rankings. You've got the teams ahead of us is Miami, Washington, Philadelphia, Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans. So I, I could easily see us in sort of the 17-20 to 20 range if we win our last two games. But let's just keep focusing on delivering wins, building a better team and moving forward. There's some people out there that have said we should probably consider benching um, our starters to get that better draft position. I don't agree with you guys. And moving up three, four spots in the draft, does it really matter? Chances are you're going to be looking for different players, different positions in terms of what that different value is from, say, the 12th pick to the 15th pick or the 15th pick to the 18th pick. There, there's not much in it. Um, you see players slide in the draft all the time. They might have other positional need. Um, people say, oh, you don't take positional need. If, if you've got a franchise left tackle, you're not going to draft another left tackle. So positional need is a factor. Um, obviously, if you're sat there waiting for a quarterback and you've already got a quarterback, that, that doesn't bother you. So um, positional need's always a factor. Best player available within a certain group of positions that you need as a franchise. So what I'd do with some players on the roster, Denzel Ward, if Denzel Ward isn't 100%, I don't want to see him play another snap this year. Because if you're not focused on making that playoff run, then keep him fresh. The last thing you want is him to get another concussion, potentially have to sit out the off-season, not being able to train, practice with his teammates and do stuff. So shut him down. By all means, if you think it's best, shut him down. Larry Ogunjobi, obviously with a bicep injury, happy to just shut him down now for the rest of the year. Don't want to aggravate that arm and potentially have him out of training camp or something like that. So I'm fine with that one. There's some other players I wouldn't mind seeing. Chad Thomas. I know I've Kane that pick and I'll continue Kane in it. I'd like to see him get five to ten snaps in the next two games. In each of them games, just give him a chance. to. And you want to work out as a franchise, are you cutting or trading this guy? And it might be a case that we have to trade him off. Um, we might have to just cut him outright after camp. But give him them games, um, and you don't have to give him too much in the game, just to work out, is it, 
is he worth having around or is it time to move on? The other player is a player that's been injured for near enough the whole of the season. Paul talked about seeing him in the boot when he was over in Cleveland. And that's JC Tretter. Personally, you want to do everything you can to have him play because if you're still going to have Baker Mayfield out there, you want to protect him. Because the last thing, you rest some of your O-linemen, your quarterback gets hit and then he's out for six months or something like that or a serious injury that might impact his play for the rest of his career. So I'd, I'd keep him in. But if they're really happy with Corbett and Corbett was drafted potentially to be that centre, then now's the time to give it a go. Drop him in there and see what happens. So I wouldn't mind seeing Corbett for the next two weeks. If, if he's back and fully fit, you can shut down Tretter, let him recover because he, he, he is hurt. And then just give um, Corbett that run. And that, and that just gives us a chance. And I still want to focus on winning. But at the same time, I don't want to see a, a really important player for the Browns going down and out for the season just because we were fighting for that one extra win at the end of the season. Let's keep everyone healthy, have a really good off-season when everyone works together, and then push it forward. So if, if, if we had a, had a good night last night, I was going to do a cap show looking at um, potential contracts that we're going to give to some of our upcoming free agents this year, but uh, that didn't happen. But no, it's, it's about getting everyone um, healthy through the end of the season. Let's go and try and get them last two wins. Greg Williams will be pushing for it because I genuinely starting to believe that Greg Williams, if he wins these last two games, has a really good shot at being the head coach. And that's something I didn't think I would be saying, but it's looking like it personally. I'm, I'm still up for if Lincoln Riley wants to make the move. Uh, I'm happy. I want to go get Lincoln Riley this offseason. But Greg Williams with two caveats. If I was giving Greg the job, I'd say there's two things you've got to do. You've got to stand down as defensive coordinator. Give your son the job title. I'm fine with that, but you can't have it in your job title. And the second thing is Amos Jones has got to go. Done. Finish. Goodbye. He's got to go. We've got to get someone and better in in special teams. But there is a young, really talented group of the Browns, and it just goes to show how quick they've turned it around. Um, many people thought the season was over the minute um, Hugh Jackson was fired and they fired Todd Haley but we've looked revitalised it wasn't the best coach game um, this week but that doesn't matter we grinded out that result because the players believe in and we're moving forward so let's keep an eye out if we can win these next two potentially great on the cards we're going in probably as favourites to win our division next year and that's something not many people would expect but it's keep the positivity, guys. There's a lot to look forward to. Some Browns are in fighting. Don't get involved in that. Look at the positives. We've got loads of great shows planned this off-season. We're going to be talking about the roster. We're going to be getting on draft experts. We're going to keep the content flowing for you guys. It's nearly Christmas. Let's all party and just keep enjoying yourselves. So, signing out. Calm, Browns. Change is happening. Change is here. It's exciting. And the future is really, really bright.